When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm of this mindset. If you don't win the Stanley Cup, it's a disappointment. Are we not all of that mindset? It took me months, if not years, to get over some seasons in hockey and football. Some things I've never gotten over. Does blue and orange roll in my veins? No, but it is in my DNA. I'm not there yet to say that it was a great season because they didn't win a Stanley Cup. I don't know. It's still raw. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Here we go, everybody. Welcome inside your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. It is the RP Show. And we're coming to you live from South Florida, one of 31 states that we are carried on Game Plus TV. Uh, joining us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle is our co-host, Darren Moose DuPont, from the one of all 10 Canadian provinces joining us today, ready to talk sports for the next two hours. Coming up on the program, the... Uh, NHL on TSN. Can I say that? TSN NHL Director of Scouting Craig Button's going to be with us in hour one, hour two, former NHL goalie and Vegas Golden Knights analyst Mike McKenna. Moose, I told you before we went to air that you might have to carry a bit of the show today. I'm a little uh, a little off, seeing spots a little. Had a tough workout today. It's been a very busy morning today, so are you prepared to um, take over if need be today? Do a little more talking than normal. Yeah, no, if if we need to, I got you a little tired too, but we got coffee. We're ready to go. It's all good. Yeah, I knew you were going to ask me what I did this morning. So what I did was I drove past Boca Raton Community High School football field, and I've been driving past it since September, and today is the very first day somebody was out on the field. So I ripped over, parked right beside the field, and walked out. Right up to the sidelines. If you go and watch my uh, social media right now, you'll see it at Rod Peterson Official. And it was the coach of the high school program, Moose, was just like the coach from, what's the Netflix episode uh, series there? Last Chance You. Who was the yeah. crazy coach on there? Jason some, Jason Austin, does that sound right? Something like that? That's pretty, that's pretty good. I think Jason was absolutely the first name. Yeah. That's and this, so this coach, by the way, this guy wasn't, <clears throat> wasn't, that was coaching the Boca Raton High School, he wasn't a redneck like the guy from Last Chance. He just looked like him. And he's stomping around, yelling and screaming. And it was nice to be on the sidelines and watch these reps. Now, it was a high school team, and they were very nice. I'm used to this because you've been around me enough. I walk up to the sidelines, pull out my phone, start taking photos, videos, and all of a sudden I'm taken to the ground, tasered. What, what are you doing? But this coach was so ensconced with his workouts with his team that he didn't even, I don't even think he noticed that I was there. So it was nice to do that. And then uh, went and had a great workout at City Row. It's a rowing studio. And uh, the Florida Panthers voice, Andrew Imber, was with me and we had a great workout there. So anyways, it's been very busy. And whoa, and you, sir, caught that. I caught that. That's pretty Holy good. hands right here. You have some breaking news today off the top of your head. Before we get to the quick six show horn, do you want to tell the viewers our breaking news today? 
Yeah, the show now available in prime time. We've got uh, big news to announce that our show is now on Game Plus television four hours a day. So if you miss the live show at noon Eastern, you can catch it uh, later on at night. If for those on the West Coast at uh, 10 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. So right in prime time for our West Coast viewers, a little bit of the late night for the East Coast viewers, but uh, it's perfect. So uh, really excited to announce that and keep growing with uh, with our friends at Game Plus. And from Chad Midgley, the president, president of, of uh, Game Plus and senior vice president of content syndication for Anthem Sports and Entertainment said in a release, quote, the Rod Peterson show has been very well received by the Game Plus audience as a, as a who, and we are proud Spelling mistake in your post, Moose. You might want to uh, take care of that. And we are proud to extend its reach even further with these primetime encore presentations, allowing the series to be discovered and enjoyed by more new viewers across North America. I shouldn't. Whomever. Spelling error in this. Alan, the intern back. Anyways, before I blast that all over. Yeah. Before I blast this all over LinkedIn and anywhere else. Where's the quality control crew? Anyways, can you hit the quick show horn, please? I I will say it's already been done. So in about 10 minutes, it's actually going up. Oh, you caught that? Okay. Uh, Sweet. So point one, as we get back on track, if we ever were on track, Nikita Kucherov scored on a breakaway. And Andre Vasilevsky made 33 saves Tuesday, helping the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the New York Rangers 4-1 and even the Stanley Cup Eastern Conference Final at 2-2. Pat Maroon, Steven Stamkos, and Andre Palat also scored for the Lightning, who have rebounded from losing the first two games of the series on the road. Game 5 Thursday, back at MSG. I feel like I would rather spend time on the post-mortem and autopsy of the Edmonton Oilers than dissecting the East Conference Final, because I feel like Yesterday was too raw. It was less than 24 hours after they got swept out. I mean, if you have any, that's just not that exciting. Like, it's okay. It's okay. It's the Eastern Conference final, but it's not what we've been treated to in the West. Fair? Especially for Western Canadians out here, it does feel a little bit distant, right? I mean, I, our East Coast viewers are going to be right into it. We've got viewers around New York who are all over this series. But you're right, over here, it feels a little bit disconnected, but it was a good game. You know, I thought Vasilevsky was Vasil- was Vazzy, right? He kept him in the game, and, you know, New York played well, but then it was, you know, New York played well, New York played well, Tampa came down and scored one nothing. Tampa came down and scored 2 nothing. So Vazzy kept him in it, and uh, the guys like Kucherov, Stamkos was pretty good, missed on a breakaway, but he was good, and, you know, Tampa's right back in it, and now we got a series. Well, the, you hockey fans in Florida, you tell me, this might be a good poll question, who is... The most popular goalie in Florida state history. I'm talking about the state of Florida, not the university, because Vazzy, can they talk about Vazzy like he's part of the family? Sort of like how in the Peterson family, we talk about George Strait. We just refer to him as George. And people have mistakenly thought, oh, are you guys related to him? Because you talk to him like he's a member of the... No, but he might as well be. And Andre Vasilevsky, Vazzy, is pretty popular down here, but I think Roberto Luongo is still the most popular goalie in Florida history. They've got his number retired. I believe he's the only player in franchise history for the Panthers that's had his number retired. He's very popular, Roberto Luongo. I see 
I turned on my Canadian phone and I had a notification that Ken Holland was meeting with the media. I don't know if it was an old notification or if that's going on right now. But you tell me, please, because I don't have my TSN Sports Center working. Maybe Craig Button will enlighten us when he joins us later on. What is the post-mortem moose that you're seeing on the Canadian networks for the Edmonton Oilers? Well, they're dissecting what went wrong in the series, but they're also dissecting what's next for this team. That's where they've moved on to, is to what's next. And Mike Smith's uncertain future. He's got one year left in his contract. Is Mike Smith back with the Oilers next year? What do you do with Evander Kane? Is he a guy you try and fit in? They've got some cap space, but they got a lot of guys they've got to fit inside that cap space. They talk about the emergence of Evan Bouchard on the back end, and does that now make Tyson Berry expendable? So there's a lot of moving parts with the Edmonton Oilers. Um, things we found out, and think, here's some things I liked and some things I didn't like. Uh, Darnell Nurse comes out. He's got the, the hip injury, obviously, and you heard that right away. And guys, we hear about that all the time, and if he's playing through it, I get it. I know he had a bit of a tough playoffs, but Leon Dreisaitl, in his press conference, said, you know, they asked him about what he played through. And we <laughs> see the TV shots of you in pain in the second period. And that's got to be tough. And he said, everybody's hurt. Everybody's playing through it. This isn't about me. Move on. So there's a leader who's kind of saying, look at, I was playing hurt. We're all playing hurt. That's not an excuse. It's not a big deal. And I liked hearing that from Leon Dreisaitl. So that was cool. Yeah. See what I'm saying? The Tampa-New York series just isn't as exciting. They don't have the slew foots. They don't have the 132-foot goals against that came in the Flames-Edmonton series. Like, it's just not as exciting. It's almost too perfect. The Lightning play too perfect of a game. It's kind of boring. Where the Oilers are a grease fire. You know, let's not forget it was just this year. Leon, why are you so pissy? I'm not. Yeah. That was this year, people. So the Oilers did overachieve, but they are just the ultimate reality television that you just can't turn off. You can't turn it off. You never could turn off Jersey Shore. You couldn't. The Edmonton Oilers are the Jersey Shore of the National Hockey League. I'll move on. Like... Uh, Stanley Cup coverage brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. To schedule maintenance or to learn more about our services, call 306-781-2090 or visit us at broncoplumbing.com, the preferred plumbing, heating, and cooling company of the RP Show, where they're all big Avalanche fans over there at Bronco, so they'll be very excited uh, for whomever the opponent will be. And I see that you put up on our Instagram story a poll who will give the Avs a, the better series, the Lightning or the Rangers? And I think it was like 70% or more said it will be the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's a loaded question. Define better series. Tampa Bay would be a tougher opponent, but the wilder series would be the New York Rangers. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's the definition Faster, of these things. Yeah, Exactly. Point two. Alec Manoa scattered six hits in six scoreless innings, and the Blue Jays beat the Royals 7-0 Tuesday night in Kansas City. Alejandro, Alejandro Kirk had four hits and scored a run for Toronto, and Bo Bichette reached base five times. The Blue Jays have won back-to-back shutouts for the first time since July and are 11 games over 500 for the first time this season. Blue Jays finished their three-game series with the Royals today. It's 11-11 Central, by the way, as I look up at the clock. Just going to put that out there. 
3A.3A. .3A. The Edmonton Oil Kings found a new gear Tuesday night as they cruised past the Seattle Thunderbirds 4-0 to grab a 2-1 lead in the Western Hockey League Championship Series. Jacob Demick, Simon Kubacek, Caden Gooley, and Carter Sutch scored for the Oil Kings. Uh, who outshot the hosts in Seattle 37-21. Sebastian Cossa recorded the shutout for the Oil Kings, who will look to win another road game tonight in Game 4. Point 3B, a day after being frustrated by Finland, Canada bounced back Tuesday with a strong effort to defeat Sweden 3-1 at the Under-18 Women's World Hockey Championship in Madison, in Madison Wisconsin. Not medicine. Hat. Point three for the CFL lovers. I was like, oh my. I panicked for a second. I'm like, where? I wrote it on a sticky note. Bet Regal's CFL Grey Cup odds. They're out. And they are not. I wrote it down this morning. They're not exactly what 3downnation.com's power rankings were. And I want to read, the, read this to you, Moose. Bet Regal, our exclusive betting partner. They're also the Canadian Football League's exclusive betting partner. Have the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, the Grey Cup favorites, at plus 280. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders, next, at plus 480. Then it goes Toronto Argonauts, plus 530. Hamilton Tiger Cats, plus 560. Calgary, 5th, at plus 580. Montreal, 6th, at plus 845. Significant drop-off from 5th to 6th in the Bit Regal Grey Cup odds. Ottawa, plus 1060. Edmonton plus 1190 and BC plus 1240. Three down had Edmonton dead last. BC is dead last according to Bet Regal's odd makers, which by the way, they don't use a computer program like most betting companies. They have their own in house odds makers. Uh, I don't know. Everybody's bullish on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And trust me, I'm here for it. The team that I was with for 20 seasons. The pressure on them is immense. Not much is being talked about with that, and I think it should be Darren. But I, I wouldn't have Saskatchewan number two. I would not. I think the Calgary Stampeders, I'm sorry, are a better team, and they're fifth. So I, basically when I posted this to Twitter this morning, people are like, they're running to throw money down on these odds. Here's my point. Yeah, and you can, you can get a lot of value. I would, I would inst- instantly throw some change down a couple of bucks on the Hamilton Tiger Cats and the Calgary Stampeders. I think they're severely undervalued right now. Um, we talked about them being in our power rankings, probably being the second and third best teams in the CFL behind Winnipeg. You know, I thought it was Winnipeg, Hamilton, Calgary, Saskatchewan. So anybody that's undervalued like that, there's an opportunity to make some money. Ottawa, a big surprise for me. If you think that there's going to be some turnaround and if Nick Arbuckle, that's the big thing. Jeremiah Masoli and Nick Arbuckle are, for me, the two wild cards in the entire league that could give Ottawa and Edmonton uh, a real boost. I kind of look at it this way. The top six will make the playoffs. The bottom three will not. And the bottom three, based on these odds makers, and let's remember we haven't played a game yet, but the three are Ottawa, Edmonton, and BC. So wherever you want to jumble them up in the hat, it doesn't really matter. What they're saying is they're going to miss the playoffs. Ottawa, Edmonton, and BC. Um, so it's fun to talk about. I suck at betting. Uh, all of it. That, that's why. I, who are we to say they're wrong? Right? These guys are the professionals yeah. and gals, I assume. 
So it's fun to talk about here on the cusp of the uh, of the regular season. And when we come back, we're going to take a look at the week one games. We're going to take a look at our poll question, which is which is Canada's game of the week in the CFL. So don't roll that yet, boys. We'll talk about that when we come back. What else do I have down here? Uh, Canada's men's soccer team is back playing RBC Open opening. And I got to talk about the NFL. There's a whole lot of fake news going on. And I just wonder where you stand on it and our viewers here in America. So we'll be right back. This is the warm-up you're watching on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio, streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It's the RP Show, everybody. Uh, welcome back inside your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. Originating one half from South Florida, the other from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, and it is also the heartbeat of the Canadian Football League. Um, we'll get back to Moose in a moment. I want to tell you that we're brought to you in part by Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, specializing in improving your company's performance and bottom line. Through supply chain management services. I'm feeling around behind me. There it is. The breaking news bell. Ring the bell, you pansy. And let's bring the moose back in here for the uh, news that, yes, the RP show is moving to prime time. Not the live version. We will remain airing at noon Eastern, but there will also be a replay daily at 10 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Mountain. If you've missed the morning version or the early afternoon version and uh, you just can't get enough of us because you know Moose, they can't. I'll come back around on the, on the football thing, the CFL thing, because my point, my fourth point was CFL week one and our poll. But the other things I want to mention, uh, all my points are a little out of order here. Point 6A, the men's soccer team between Canada and Curacao will go ahead as scheduled. Canada soccer said... What's today? Wednesday? They said Tuesday that Thursday's CONCACAF Nations League match at Vancouver's BC Place will be played. Of course, the players refused to suit up for a friendly on Sunday against Panama a few days ago. 6B, despite losing some marquee players to a new tour, the mood is upbeat for today's opening ceremony of the 2022 RBC Canadian Open in Toronto. Representatives from RBC and Golf Canada will deliver opening remarks along with a blessing from Elder Kim Wheatley. The Canadian Forces Skyhawks will deliver the ceremonial ball to the St. George's Golf and Country Club as the official launch to the, guess what number it is, Canadian National Men's Open. Guess how many this is? 111. 111. You want to hit it again, boys? 111th playing of the Canadian Open. So, yeah. Uh... Back to the football thing. Guess they can't. Oh, no, I'm not going to talk about Listen Live today. Um, be, again, before we tackle the Canadian Football League week one and the odds, I flip on Get Up this morning. People need to understand how things are going in America, how it works. Again, I stopped by that high school football practice this morning. I didn't talk to the coaches because they were in the middle of their workout. I just stood on the sidelines and watched it. If you want to watch some of the video, go to my Instagram, Rod Peterson Official. Moose, I have a feeling like high school football. 
goes year-round in America like hockey goes year-round in Canada. Shoot! I talked to uh, the U of S Huskies the other day. They're playing this weekend. Like, it's... I don't know how much you could practice without having actual games. But football, they do it. They do it. What? How do you do that in hockey? Mind you, that's why I didn't advance. Aside from a lack of talent, I hated practice. I hated it. I hated it. Let's just play games. It's just scrimmage. Football, they don't <laughs> don't seem to mind, man. No, they don't. But the, it, the I think the biggest difference is hockey and football. So hockey, the number of games to practice is a lot closer than it is in football, where you have you know five or six sure. practices for every one game. But yeah, like eventually you want to go against some other players and and play for real and get some live bullets flying and. Yeah, practice. I mean, I always hate to practice, too. We all do. Well, and um, yeah. Yeah. Well, some guys like practice, and those are the Hall of Famers. I, I really mean that. That's why you and I yeah. are doing what we're doing for a living. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of my good friends right. that are in the Hall of Fame are because they took practice like it was the Super Bowl. And um, if for them, but if it I may. Work. If yeah, I may, show. you you and I practice this profession a lot, and we don't even realize it. Like, you know, sure. you and I will be driving in the car, listening to country music radio, and you'll be doing the broadcast, the, the, trying to hit the post, right? And I'll be trying to, and I do that in my car when I drive around, right? We're just, we just like repetitions and, and practicing it. And we love doing it. So and To us, thing. it doesn't feel like work. Corey Patterson's watching in uh, Tallahassee, Florida from the Hockey Club podcast, former pro hockey player. He says, I hope you're here in the fall. High school football is amazing. And uh, yeah, that's the plan. Um, they're kicking around a lot of topics here in the comment section. I think we covered a lot of the... I think we covered a lot of the hockey stuff in the opening segment. Craig Button coming up, by the way, and Mike McKenna. So we'll get back to more hockey in a moment. Um, I'm staying out of the comments section for a second. The cesspool that is the comment section, the chat, I'm staying out of it for a minute. Because we haven't talked about the poll question yet today. The Canadian Football League will kick off a new season on Thursday night with the Montreal Alouettes playing the Stampeders in Calgary. On Friday, the Ottawa Red Blacks will face the defending champion Blue Bombers in Winnipeg. The Bombers will raise their Grey Cup banner for a second straight year. As their president, Wade Miller, proclaimed in a news release, again, we'll raise a banner. 2022 Grey Cup game uh, will be held in Mosaic and Regina on uh, Sunday, November 20th. Well, it'll be the Riders and the Ticats. They meet on Saturday at 7 Eastern. And then the late game is the Edmonton Elks at the BC Lions Saturday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. Our poll question is, which is Canada's game of the week? We're going to do it all year long. We've been doing it for a few years, actually. And the last I looked, running away with it, is the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the Hamilton Tiger Cats on Saturday. But you can vote for any one of those games. Fans of other teams, vote on YouTube, vote on Twitter. It's just a fun thing. You know in the NFL they've got America's Game of the Week. And I guess they still will, but they won't have Joe Buck and Troy Aikman calling those games this year because they've jumped to ESPN. And if I can, if I may, I was watching the hockey game last night. Sean McDonough was calling it. Ray Ferraro was doing the color for him. And I'm like, Moose, 
People like to talk about the hockey, all the announcers of all the sports, just as much as they like to talk about the games and the athletes. And I think it's because those announcers are in their homes. They feel like they know them. And I personally have a bit of a problem with the fact that Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, they didn't do anything wrong, but they jumped from Fox to ESPN's Monday Night Football because they wrote the biggest check. And frankly, whether it's a TV program, a radio program, or a sports team, I like to see it built from the ground up, brick by brick by brick. And I just feel those that just go write the biggest check and go buy the best talent don't always win. They don't always win. And I just, you know, we were, you know what I'm saying, right? I just don't like, oh, I like that shiny toy. I'm taking it. That's what business has become. Frankly, I had a problem with the Saskatchewan Roughriders stealing the entire coaching staff of the Edmonton Elks way back in December of 2015. Remember that? We like your coaching staff. We're taking it. I remember driving down the A1A in December of 2015, and I had a driver, and he was the spitting image of Jamie Heward. Like, clone, to the point that I took an underarm picture of him while he was driving and sent it to Jamie Heward. I'm like, I found your missing twin. He's driving me down the Atlantic coast right now in South Florida. So the guy's like, what do you do for a living? I said, I'm the voice of a CFL team, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. This is what we do. He's like, how'd you do this year? And I said, well, we sucked, but we just took the Great Cup champion, the champion team. We just hired their entire coaching staff. Took them all. He goes, it's kind of Bush League, isn't it? I'm like, (laughs) when you put it that way, yes. And it never really worked out. And I can't really remember what my point was on this other than ESPN did that with Fox's top broadcast crew. And frankly, I have a problem with that. Yeah, you know, that's the brand identification too. It's different with like a guy like Tony Romo who you throw money at and put him in the booth because it's you're giving a guy a shot. So you're spending the money to get, you know, a prospect or a, a guy like Romo and you put them in the booth and it works. And, you know, him and Jim Nance have done their thing and they grow together and you build that, you know, continuity and familiarity. And, you know, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman have done the exact same thing over on Fox in those afternoon games. It might, it's not going to be the same listening to them in the evening, right? Um, and ESPN had struggled, you're right, ESPN had struggled to find continuity in the, in the, in the booth, really, ever since Mike Tirico was calling games, and I think before that, Al Michaels, those were really the last two voices they had that were iconic Monday Night Football voices. Now you just say, well, we can't get it right. We're just going to go buy theirs. Yeah, I'm with you. It doesn't really you know, come off that well for me. Uh, so, yeah, we've jumped into uh, viewer takeover a little early for Taco Time. And uh, Wayne in Victoria says, hey, Rod, why are we a cesspool? I think we're reasonably respectful. LOL. It's a joke. It's tongue in cheek. Don't get offended. Mandy in Edmonton's watching. And she says, yeah, Wayne, really insulting your viewers. What, you can't take a joke? To be honest with you, the chat on this show, on the YouTube feed, because those that are watching on Game Plus TV have no idea what we're talking about. It's actually very positive. It's very fun and funny. It's light and bouncy. We used to call the comment section on my blog, rodpeterson.com, twice named Canada's blog of the year, a cesspool, and it was a cesspool. So I just kind of took it from that and transferred it over here to YouTube. So it doesn't really fit, but it's like, can we stop being offended? Because 
When I did my Monday commentary for Cat Country 98 FM and Rock 98.5 FM that I still do daily, I thought, can we say the fat lady's warming up her vocal cords? Can we say that anymore? I don't know. Because everybody's offended about stuff. Can you say the fat lady is singing? I don't know. And, you know, (laughs) Robin Brownlee, good friend of ours, legendary Edmonton sports writer, who hosts the Outsiders podcast now at Edmonton, he wrote in to me and he's like, say whatever the hell you want. Oh yeah, easy for you to say. I don't want to be canceled again. It's like those kids standing around the circle in the schoolyard. Do it, do it, do it. I was the idiot that did it. Not doing it anymore. So if it's going to offend people, I won't say the fat lady. But in the back of my mind, it's go get a gym membership and eat better. Again, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Mandy says, okay, RP is actually very nice to his viewers, so I get it. (laughs) No more offense, LOL. It was just a joke. It was just a joke. Ah, yeah. Any thoughts on this, Moose, before I move on? To to what my actual point was? Do you want to know what my actual point was? Yeah, I would love to. I don't even remember now. <laughs> I, I told you what it was. I before the show, I said I turned on ESPN. Get up this morning. Came on at eight a.m. and yeah. they were talking about Aaron Rodgers. And the hosts actually said, you know, a year ago we were saying it was going to be Aaron Rodgers' last season. It was going to be the last dance, but for the NFL. But lo and behold, it's not. He won the MVP and signed the biggest contract in football history. And I'm like, you clowns. You wasted thousands of hours on Aaron Rodgers and that he wouldn't be back, and he ended up coming back and winning an NFL thing. Now it's, will he finish his career as a Packer? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what is with Aaron Rodgers? Can we talk about the Stanley Cup? They're the ones that played, but who's the idiot? Me. For watching. But it's, they would rather talk about that and the drama around it than actual games. And uh, who's the idiot? Moose, me, or them? uh probably you because here they are they filled in a year's worth of content and kept you tuned in rod we spent a year talking about fake simulated football games on the air that's and people tuned in i know that's those different. were actual uh, real games. And, and i never ever worry about whether we're going to what we're going to talk about because we went four months i'll never forget it four months without sports so i'm like if we can get through that we can get through anything moose i'm gonna let you go okay i'll see you back here an hour two awesome see you then all right viewers i'm not ignoring you i am just pulling up my sports update for hour one so bear with me please and i'm gonna start with a cebl uh, i'm not gonna talk about fake news or drama i'm gonna talk about the leagues that actually played and because this is a big one, the Scarborough Shooting Stars picked up their first ever home win, 98-81 on Tuesday night in an expansion matchup with the Newfoundland Growlers in front of a star-studded crowd in Scarborough that featured Drake and Denver Nuggets star Jamal Murray. The Shooting Stars rode Jalen Harris's team record 38 points to a victory. Again, Scarborough Shooting Stars over Newfoundland, 99-81, and Drake was there. If we could get him to an Argo game, we'd really be cooking. Hamilton climbed to the top of the CEBL standings after they defeated the Fraser Valley Bandits 80-68 to in front of a school day crowd in Langley, B.C. It was a day game in front of all the school kids in Langley. I love it. 
Fraser Valley moves to three and two. Hamilton Honey Badgers four and one. Best record in the CEBL. What do we got in sports? Uh, the Denver uh, in uh, the NFL, the Denver Broncos will soon have a new owner. A group headed by Walmart heir Rob Walton has won the bid to purchase the NFL team of the most expensive deal ever. For a North American sports franchise, teams weren't uh, terms weren't disclosed, but reports say the cost is four point six five billion. With a B, four point six five billion dollars. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room, your official home of Slow Pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday for the Tap Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store, and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. PSN Director of Scouting Craig Button joins us next to watch, to talk Stanley Cup playoffs. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is the RP Show, your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. And I might say your only daytime sports entertainment talk show. Coming to you on Game Plus Television from gorgeous, hot and sunny South Florida. We do have uh, breaking news, and I'm going to drop it again because apparently Craig Button, TSN's director of scouting, was with us, but now he's not with us. He logged out. So, the RP Show moving to... Prime time will still be here live daily noon Eastern 10 a.m. Mountain, but we will be replayed at 10 p.m. Pacific on Game Plus TV, 11 p.m. Mountain on Game Plus TV. So the replay will be airing in prime time in Western Canada and the Western time zone throughout the United States. So we're very excited about that. So these guys are making me while we await Craig Button's appearance. Read the text line, the 902-518-3033 text line as we jump into a Taco Time viewer takeover early while we await Craig Button. Um, We were talking about Deron Carter yesterday, and is he even in camp? Like, I'm following things really closely, I think, with all CFL teams down here in South Florida, and I haven't heard Deron's name. Deron lives 18 miles away. And so Dion Rogel's watching in the Queen City. He writes in and says uh, Duran was injured on day two of camp, hasn't played since. And did I see that he was ruled out for this week one game Saturday night? You know, that would considerably put a damper on my interest in Saturday night's game. Now, it'll be too late for me to be 10 p.m. Eastern kickoff Edmonton at BC. But if Duran's not playing, I'm not as interested. But I watch it differently than you people, I watch for my friends, not specific team rooting interests. Uh, Metal Shingle Guy writes in, and he says, the Listen Live feed is yesterday's show. I guess I will check today, tomorrow, (laughs) LOL. Uh, Covering up for the boys, the boys, we moved into a new studio, not we, they. I haven't moved, but the guys, listen, this show is being produced out of the Queen City, the sweatpants capital, the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Clark, Jordan are there, but the Millennium Falcon move floors, a different studio where they're producing, different control room. They're getting to it. Metal shingle guy. What's happening with Craig Button? 
because I'll read a little more of a... Okay, they're working with it. They, they're having issues. You hear that? Lots going on here in Boca Raton, Florida today. The Toronto Blue Jays go for the series sweep in their three-game road set with the Kansas City Royals today. Left-handed pitcher Yusei Kikuchi starts for the Jays against right-hander Brady Singer. The Jays dominated Kansas City in the first two games, winning by scores of 8-0 and 7-0. i got to check the big board here for the first pitch time in that one. It's 2-10 Eastern. It'll be a day game to close it out. Right after we go off the air, you can flip it on over to Blue Jays Baseball or keep it on Game Plus TV. <clears throat> Caught myself there. It is a day off in the National Hockey League. The Tampa Bay Lightning coming off a 4-1 win over the New York Rangers in Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Final. It was just up the road last night in Tampa at Amelie Arena. That series now tied 2-2, heading into Game 5 Thursday night at Madison Square Garden. Rangers are 8-1 at MSG this postseason. As you know, the series winner will meet the Colorado Avalanche in the Stanley Cup Final. Say that again, Clark. Come again. I feel like let's, let's bring Craig in for a couple minutes. If he's okay to sit through a four-minute break after that, I, hopefully he's agreeable to do that. I've been waiting to bring on TSN's director of scouting, Craig Button. There he is. He is in his car. Craig, I hope you have a few minutes this morning. Thanks for the timing, sir. You know I'm going to ask you about the Centennial Cup final and Brooks's 4-1 win over Pickering. I, I watched it. I had left Estevan by then. Did you have as much fun at that game as it appeared? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's the first time that there's been a championship in the National Junior A uh, leagues across Canada. And you know, to have everybody back together, Estevan was a phenomenal, phenomenal host. That's a great building, as you well know, Rod. Missed you on Thursday. I wanted to be there for the hot stove. But, you know, this uh, this NHL playoffs with uh, Calgary and Edmonton, kind of the Battle of Alberta, kind of put me uh, into a different spot. So I, you know, certainly missed that part of it. But uh, uh, always, always a great joy. Uh, to be in those communities that are so well supported, uh, you know, in, in junior A hockey across the country. And I say this all the time, Rod, hockey, our communities are connected through hockey. And there's no better example of that than the junior A, uh, you know, loop that goes right across the country. I knew when you mentioned that you were double booked, per se, with the BOA, that the hearty people of Estevan would make do. And Alan May, your good buddy, filled in for you, and he told me that you and him were the original guys on the NHL Network way back in the day. Listen, Al May, beauty. I love that guy. But I didn't know you guys had that history together. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I mean, Al is really good. I mean, think about Al's career. I mean, he, he found a way to just persevere and get to the NHL and, you know, be a player. I mean, he, he ended up with us in, in our organization in Dallas for a little bit, so I knew him from there. And then obviously reconnecting on the NHL network was a lot of fun. And, you know, it was a, it was a great way to get into broadcast, Rod, because, you know, we, we weren't working in, 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 uh, it, with an operation that had all the bells and whistles. So we had to find a way to get things done. And we did get things done. And, but just spending the time with the, with the people on the set and people behind the scenes, what a great learning opportunity. And I think Al would say exactly the same thing. And I just want to apologize. You know, it was a, I'm in Toronto, big accident on the uh, Don Valley Parkway that just slowed everything up. And I said, I'm not going to get back to my place. So I, 
I have to pull over to the side of the road to do this interview. So I hope it's acceptable, but uh, that that's why I'm doing it uh, on my phone uh, from the vehicle. You know what? It's clear as a bell. If you don't mind uh, sitting through, I appreciate your patience and all of that and for pulling over. Thank you, Craig. Um, I guess I, I just, I do want to jump in. Listen, would you mind taking a break? Can you sit for four minutes that will give us more time on the other side? Are you okay with that? Hey, hey Rod, ap, 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 Rod uh, absolutely. You can count on it. Okay, thank you. TSN's Director of Scouting, Craig Button, with us. We'll be right back, and we'll take some of your questions as well in a Taco Time viewer takeover. You're watching the RP Show live from South Florida on the Game Plus television network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Our Pete Show continues from beautiful and sunny Florida. Day off in the Stanley Cup playoffs. This Eastern Conference final shifting to New York for Game 5. On Thursday, but we are very much looking forward to getting back to Alberta, watching some CFL games. Uh, you see the Cody Snyder bull busting coming up. We're going to be there from Gray Eagle. Always so much fun. All right, thank you to TSN's director of scouting, Craig Button, for sticking through that break as he joins us from the Don Valley Expressway in Toronto. And Craig, it is a night off in the Stanley Cup playoffs, which isn't good news for a hockey fan. How will you spend your night? <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to start working on, uh, you know, the draft. Start looking at. Uh, you know, not only the players for the draft, but, you know, we're going to do a mock draft, which is always a lot of fun. It creates a lot of discussion. You know, we got uh, the final ranking that we're going to come out with. Bob McKenzie's working on his. And you know what? Uh, you can just take a good examination of each team's prospects list and try to understand, you know, where a player might fit. Because I always say this, Rod, when I do a mock draft, people say, oh, yeah, how would you know? I go, I don't say I know. But guess what? The NHL teams don't know either. You know, unless you're the Montreal Canadiens, they're the only team that knows. After that, you're waiting to see what other teams do to understand who you're going to pick. I try to have fun with it. I try to let it in go, who would be a nice fit? And here's why it would be a nice fit. But of course, I don't know. But neither do the NHL teams until it gets to their pick. And the deeper it gets into the draft, and let me tell you, deeper into the draft is four, five, six, all onward on. They're waiting to see what happens in front of them before they make their decision. So it's a lot of fun, and that's what I'll be working on in this night off. What do you enjoy more, the game analysis, what you do so well nightly on SportsCenter, or this mock draft and prospect stuff? Yeah, you know what? Like, I, I, I wouldn't say I like one more than the other. I, I, they're both things that I love to do. You know, you get to talk about the games, uh, you know, certainly in the playoffs, uh, you know, it's elevated and you, you offer perspectives. But to be able in the junior ranks and to watch the young players, not only, you know, come into their draft year, but over time watching them, you know, seeing how hardworking they are and seeing how dedicated they are to, to trying to, you know, reach their goals and and, and to achieve their dreams. It, it, it's so wonderful to be able to do that. And I feel really lucky to do that. I love variety in my work, Rod, and so this works really nicely. You know, one thing I've, I was really remiss in saying just now, you asked me about being down in Estevan, you know, and I have great memories of your father and your mother, and many a times I was in Milestone, and to drive through Milestone on the way back from uh, <laughs> uh, from Estevan, I mean, obviously I had to drive through Milestone on the way to Estevan. I drove, I had to drive past or through Milestone on the way back, 
great memories. And, and, and it's not just memories of, of milestone. What makes, what makes communities is the people. And I've said this to you before. I've said this on your show. I've said it to you privately. You know, I learned so much from your dad and your, 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 your mother and your father were just su- such unbelievable people and such a big part of the community. So when I think about junior hockey and I think about young people, I think about uh, everybody that is so invested in junior hockey and invested in the kids. Your father was involved at the major AAA level, the junior A level, the major junior level, and he cared. He cared about young people, and he wanted to see them achieve their dreams. So I would be remiss in not not, not telling you that as I'm going through Milestone, I mean, the, 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 the memories of, of, of your parents were right with me as I drove through. I appreciate you saying that, and they loved you, as you well know. And, you know, speaking of junior hockey, i got to ask you, uh, but the Memorial Cup, will you go into St. John? Because it used to be a mecca of junior hockey. In 01, when it was in Regina, it was. It was Every cup was. But then in 2018, it wasn't as much. I don't know how that happened, yeah, but I'll- I mean, from a scouting perspective, how big of a deal is the Memorial Cup like it used to be? Yeah, you, you know, I think it depends, like, if there's a, a level of prospect there. Like, you know, like, you know, the scouts want to watch the prospects for the draft. So, you know, it's not like, so you always have to evaluate, okay, how many prospects, you know, you think about uh, a, a, a tournament when the Halifax Mooseheads and the Portland Winterhawks were in the, were in the Memorial Cup, right? And <laughs> Seth Jones and Nathan McKinnon and, and Jonathan Drouin. I mean, you're going to get a lot of scouts there, right? So, I, I think it becomes, you know, an opportunity for NHL teams to watch the players they've drafted. And there's a lot, I mean, if, if Edmonton's up two to one, you know, you think about all the top end players on that Edmonton uh, Oil Kings team, you know, great opportunity to go in and watch your, your players in a, in a high, high level, as high a level of competition as you're going to get in junior hockey. So it might not be the amateur scouts that are really paying attention, but certainly uh, organizations are paying attention to their players. But St. John will be a wonderful host. Uh, you know, I was lucky when I was in Calgary, our farm team and the American Hockey League uh, was in St. John. We won the American Hockey League championship in uh, 2001. Jimmy Playfair was the head coach. Marty Murray was our captain, just an unbelievable captain. So I have great memories of uh, St. John. And going back, there will be a wonderful time for the Memorial Cup. St. John Flames, who could forget? Hey, in 30 seconds, that's all we have. Uh, the Oilers... How will this season be viewed? I think Connor McDavid uh, said it best. He said it was a step, but it was only a step. And I, I think that the step that they took, the step that Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl took, I think really says, hey, if it's about elevating our play and showing you we can win, they, they unequivocally showed that. So now, how do you support that team? How do you support those two players better with, with, with some deeper with some a deeper roster i think that that's where ken holland finds himself so success but now you got to build on it wonderful job craig thanks for fitting us in always have you subscribed to the rod peterson show youtube channel yet head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.